Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player they can count on to help. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit aflac.com to learn more. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. It's the second hour live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. There we go. Uh, J Mac joining us. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong in a minute. What were we talking about at the end of last hour? I forgot. Just rambling on about stuff. I've forgotten as well. It wasn't that good. No, it was it was very good. You just got cut off. <laughs> Yeah. No, we were talking about college hoops, lack of offense. Offense always beats defense. Wilt Chamberlain had huge nights against the greatest defensive player ever, Bill Russell. If you, if you can, nobody stopped Kobe, nobody stopped Michael, nobody stopped Christian Leitner in college. So when the scores are 55, 58, it's not because of the great college defense. It's because they don't have any closers. So this tournament's been a lot of 64, 61. There's just no offensive stars. There's no top draft picks. Now next year, UConn, big recruiting class, Duke, big recruiting class, Michigan State, Kentucky. So four big powers are landing superstar classes. So you'll see the power go back to the big names. But it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's cyclical. It's kind of a a year in which good teams that are well coached can win close games. I do like to back offense often, Colin, but I'll say this. The one instance we found offense not being superior to defense, the Dallas Mavericks. They were a top 10 defensive team last year with Dorian Finney-Smith, their best wing defender. Yeah. They trade him away. They're now like 23rd in the NBA in defense. They cannot stop anybody, and they're not outscoring everybody. Yeah. And the Dallas Mavericks have gone conference finals to out of the playoffs. Because they don't defend. They, they don't, don't defend don't. anybody. Yep. 
All right, it's Colin right, Colin wrong on a Monday. Here we go. Where Colin was right. Well, we said last week, uh, even though I love my Zags, I thought UConn was the best team in the country. They had a dominant big. They're very, very well coached. They're deep. They're winning by 22 a game. Uh, and I think my guess is they're going to roll to the title. Roll being, you know, 8, 10, 12-point wins. Uh, they had the biggest blowout in Elite Eight in uh, since 19, I don't even know when. They blew out the Zags. And Gonzaga doesn't get blown out. They lose. They don't get blown out. So, um, I mean, I, I, I think you're looking at a storied program that is now back to being potentially a storied program. Where Colin was wrong. Well, I had the Zags in the title game before the tournament against Duke. So let's just give me a big wrong o for the entire tournament. Drew Timmy got in foul trouble. The problem, though, is they are so reliant this year on Drew Timmy that uh, when he got into foul trouble, scores 12 against UConn, they get blown out. And um, has the window closed? No, it's it's a remarkable program. But, uh, you know, they may have to, I don't know if they have a Drew Timmy on the way in. They became very Drew Timmy-centric. Foul trouble meant they were in big, big L category. Where Colin was right. I said Kyrie to the Mavs would be fun and dynamic and interesting, but they would suddenly get awful on defense. They are now, since arriving, they went from 21st in defense to 8th. They're 8-13. and Luka is now miserable. Um, we, We just tend to forget this because the Warriors dynasty has also been marked with great defense from Clay Thompson in his prime and Peyton and Draymond and Wiggins. And you got to defend if you want to win in this league. You can't win 128-126. And I said, they're going to be terrible defensively. The people that argue they were a title team, the opposite's true. They'll be more fun to watch with Kyrie, but they can't stop anybody. Where Colin was wrong. Uh, Kevin Demoff, the COO of the Rams, said, listen, They sent a letter to season ticket holders. It was never the plan to give up draft picks forever. I'm wrong on this. They went from Super Bowl champs to total rebuild much sooner than I thought. The O-line is just not that talented, and when Andrew Whitworth left, it fell apart. Their offensive line, their secondary, their linebackers are just not good enough. They're selling off parts now, defensive parts primarily, to get picks. I'm wrong. They did get a Super Bowl out of it. So I'm for that, and the Niners would take that in a second. But it fell apart uh, much, much faster than I thought. Where Colin was right? Well, I said on the Ravens a couple of months ago that I thought Lamar Jackson was veering into noisy and odd territory, and the Ravens weren't going to play that game. I still think they want to sign him. They just want it closer to their terms. But this morning, he requested a trade. John Harbaugh sort of smirked at it. But, um... He, he used his mom as an agent. Now he's got a representative who the league is sending memos to teams not to contact or take his calls. I like Lamar a, a lot, but he's kind of veered into a Kawhi Leonard category, and this is just more of it this morning requesting a trade. Where Colin was wrong. Well, when John Morant uh, had his personal issues, I thought it would sabotage and derail the Grizzlies. Well, they're 9-3 since Jaws' personal situation. Uh, they've won 9 of 10. Uh, he came off the bench and did well. He started last night and scored 27. So it's a very well-coached, deep team. Uh, Jaws rebounded from it. Like we said from the very beginning, kids make mistakes. It's a lot of money, a lot of fame thrust upon him. He's a remarkable, dynamic player. 
But um, I thought they'd be derailed much more, and they're not at all. They're back and rolling a two-seed in the West. Where Colin was right. Alan Lazard talking about Aaron Rodgers this weekend. That's if Aaron Rodgers arrives. Do I get another right on Aaron Rodgers? This thing is turning out to be exactly what we said over the last year to two on Aaron. If you do business with Aaron, it's going to be high maintenance because Aaron is needy. He's got to be the smartest guy in the room. He doesn't want anybody to think they have control. And if you're an employee, even a highly compensated one, you're going to be controlled by somebody. Even billionaires have bosses. It may be the market, but they've got bosses. So this Jets, two teams now hanging in limbo, is very much on brand. Where Colin was right. Well, I've been saying this now for a year. The Bills got to fix their offense. Josh Allen takes too many hits. And his coach, Sean McDermott, said yesterday at the start of the NFL owner meetings, it absolutely concerns him that Allen gets hit on 66% of the runs and the organization and team needs to do a better job. Part of it is McDermott has been incapable of developing a consistent run game But they are acknowledging what we have been acknowledging now for two years. We saw it with Cam. We saw it with Big Ben. I don't care if you're 6'6 and 250. Your career will be significantly shortened if you play the way Josh Allen plays. Get him an O-line and protect him. Well, the NFL owner meetings are in Arizona. Albert Breer is now joining us live. Monday morning quarterback. Okay, so we just saw Harbaugh sort of smirk and sort of laugh at the Lamar Jackson trade request. What's the buzz there now in Phoenix regarding that, Albert? Well, I mean, this felt like a nuke. You know what I mean, Colin? Like, if you look at, like, the way this happened, he Harbaugh sat down at 745 at a table, and Lamar hit send on that tweet at 748. And I think that this is sort of where the situation is. That trade request in over three weeks ago. There's obviously the person that's representing Lamar out there to teams. And it feels a little bit like Lamar's camp has gotten a little bit desperate. Now, in the end, I, I think that both sides are so invested in each other that there eventually will be some sort of resolution here. But it's very, very clear that Lamar Jackson is looking at the idea of leaving the, Ra- leaving the Ravens in a very, very serious way. And, you know, I I think to some degree the communication with the Ravens has been cut off um, to sort of prove that point. This further proves that point. And, I mean, we'll see where things go from here. Obviously, there's nothing happening inside the building with players yet. But, I mean, we're just a few weeks away from off-season programs beginning, OTAs a few weeks after that. So, you know, obviously the Ravens are going to have to, you know, try to find some sort of middle ground um, with Lamar Jackson between now and then. And, uh, you know, certainly I think what happened this morning was a sign of where things are. Um, let me ask you, I, I, the Ravens have two Super Bowls and we're 15-8 and eight in the postseason in the Brady and Peyton Manning era. So they've won yeah. before Lamar, and they'd get two first-round picks if they moved him. They'd win after Lamar. They, they've proven mm-hmm. that. Um, I also think Lamar has a point. At that Deshaun Watson contract, he's like, guys, you're not going to offer me $100 million less. What if J-Mac said this earlier? They said, okay, we'll give you a fully um, – we'll give you a franchise tag for a year, fully guaranteed $45 million. Would that satiate him, or is that not enough either? Is this just long – does the contract have to be fully guaranteed and long? Yeah. 
I, I think that the question is how long, you know, at this point. Like, to me, like, the, the solution has always been maybe a Kirk Cousins type of deal with more money involved, but maybe a three-year fully guaranteed deal. I think that that's where the middle ground is. I, I think a big part of this, column for Lamar is, uh, is principle. And look, I know that sounds silly because of how much money he's turned down, but if this was really about the money, I think he would have just taken the money. I think the way that Lamar looks at this is, all right, so for five years, I took on an unprecedented amount of damage for a quarterback. I played out my rookie contract. I played out my fifth-year option. And now you're the one that wants injury protection three years from now. I'm not giving you that. And so, like, I think the middle ground here, instead of doing a traditional top-of-the-market quarterback contract, which is what the Ravens have offered, um, and doing a Deshaun Watson type of contract, which is what Lamar Jackson wants, do the Kirk Cousins deal where you say, let's do three years, fully guaranteed. We'll give you a no-tag provision. So if you want to be a free agent in 2026, you've got a free way to get there. And let's go forward for the next few years and see how we can make this work. To me, like that would be the middle ground. But it feels at least like things have gone off the rails to a degree where there's going to need to be some relationship mending before they can come to any sort of compromise okay so uh there's a lot of different reports um on the carolina panthers the number one pick again you're in phoenix you're at the (laughs) owners meetings you hear this stuff these are great conferences to go to to just hear the rumors i i i still think bryce young's the best but i don't know if he fits their plans what are you hearing Yeah, I think Bryce Young's been the leader in the clubhouse throughout for them. You know, and I think going back to, you know, when they were talking about moving up to the number one overall, Bryce Young was sort of the baseline. So, you know, what I mean by that is when you trade for him, when you trade for that pick, you got to be comfortable. Like somebody here is worth the first overall pick. And that's somebody I think for the Panthers was Bryce Young. And now they do work on all four of the quarterbacks, Levis and Richardson and, of course, C.J. Stroud, and see if any of those guys pass Bryce Young for them. But as of right now, I think that that baseline for them and who they pick first overall would be Bryce Young. Now, I think the guy who's closest for them would probably be C.J. Stroud. I think they like both those guys. I think they view both those guys as worthy of the first overall pick. And I think they'll be sort of parsing things between the two of them. And then they'll do all the work on Levis and Richardson as well to see if either of those guys, who actually are probably more physically gifted, like just as far as the way they look, like the figure they cut as quarterbacks, see if those guys have a chance to catch either of the, either of the other two um, between now and, and the draft. But as of right now, I think it's, it's, it's Bryce Young at a baseline with C.J. Stroud running a close second. Uh, listen, Green Bay's got their quarterback. They want they want Jordan Love to take all the snaps and OTAs. Mm-hmm. They're in no hurry at all. I presume they're saying, give us a first-round pick or we're not picking up the phone. That's what I presume. The Jets yeah. are in a situation where they got a new receiver. They got a young receiver. Yeah. It's a new team. I feel like the leverage is all Green Bay. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, because I think that like the leverage is always in the hands of the person who hasn't, doesn't have to do anything. And until September 1st, the Packers literally don't have to do anything. They have their quarterback. They have their team. Rodgers' cap hit actually goes up after they trade him, so they're not saving any cap space by trading him. They would actually lose cap space if they trade him. 
So really, you know, between now and September 1st, they don't have to do anything. That $58.3 million is fully guaranteed, but the genius of the way the contract was written was they can pick that up whenever they want and start the payment on it whenever they want. And so that gives them flexibility. The Jets have to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr's off the market. Jimmy Garoppolo's off the market. We see what's happened with the Lamar Jackson situation. I mean, to me, for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, this has sort of become a zero-sum game. You either get him or you don't. I think ultimately cooler heads will prevail, but I do think that there's more pressure on the Jets to get something done here than there is on the Packers, at least until we get to the end of August. Very exciting. So again, Lamar Jackson, um, let me throw this at you. If you're the Mm -hmm. Colts and you know you're not going to get the first two quarterbacks, they may not like anybody after the two. That's why they're not moving up to three. (laughs) They're like, Mm -hmm. we're not in love with these guys. I would think the Colts would have a meeting over Lamar, right? Like this, the third Lamar wins seventy five percent of his games, or a kid from Kentucky who may be a miss. Well, if we're talking about it generically, Colin, like teams that are picking in the top ten, if you don't want to give up a top ten pick to get Lamar, you can wait until after the draft, and then as part of signing an offer sheet, you'd be talking about picks in twenty four, twenty five. So, say you're the Colts and you're not wild about the quarterbacks that are going to be available to you at four. You can sit there for the next three weeks, look at Will Anderson, look at Jalen Carter, take one of the two, and then get past the draft and sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet, and now you're giving up your first-round pick in 24 and 25 instead of the fourth overall pick this year. Yeah. And if you think you're going to be pretty good with Lamar as your quarterback, now you're talking about maybe the 25th pick next year instead of the fourth pick this year. So I do think that that's one piece of all of this that people aren't paying attention to when it comes to where other teams stand with Lamar Jackson. If you're a team that's that's picking in the top 10 that needs a quarterback that isn't wild about this year's quarterbacks. I mean, it would definitely behoove you potentially to wait until after the draft and then make your move on Lamar Jackson. So I don't have a sense that any team is doing that quite yet, but could it happen? I mean, logically it would make sense if it did. Yeah. That's really interesting. You could get the pass rusher and yep. then get Lamar and you give up the pre the net. Cause I, they also need a pass rusher. They need a quarterback. Right. They need a pass rusher. They could probably use another receiver. They could use picks. That's a that's a good call. Albert Breer at the owner meetings. Well, scarf up all the free food they offer if they do. You know, <laughs> take advantage when you're those, con, those you know conventions. Have I'm not fun. staying here. I'm staying down the street. Wow. <laughs> what a all right, Albert. Good seeing you. All right, thanks, Colin. Um, yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I get my edge rusher and I get Lamar. Massive upgrade at two key positions for. The Colts, and then I give up the next two. It's not a bad idea. But if you're the Ravens, don't you just say, no, not happening, we'll match it. Sorry, he's staying here. Well, matching it, it doesn't sound like matching it's going to be good enough. This is personal now. He dropped the tweet as John Harbaugh spoke. Boy, then the Ravens. So the Ravens are smiling about this. Let's go play the John Harbaugh bite again. The Ravens are smiling about this stuff. Lamar's out there dropping like cryptic tweets and making request demands. Totally different. Look at the Ravens' reaction to this publicly. This doesn't look like crisis here. Watch. I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking, for, looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work, and I'm confident that's going to happen. So you're following him on Twitter and... I haven't seen the tweet. It's an ongoing process. Uh, I'm I'm following it very closely, just like everybody else is here, and uh, looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited, thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. 
So their takeaway is we made an offer. We didn't lowball him. We made him an offer. We think we're going to get it back. But the question becomes, if Lamar is just like, you know, listen, if somebody forgive and forget, he, he's not going to forget this. He could be, he, he appears to be somebody that gets very sensitive. He's a little unorthodox in negotiating. That's what I'm seeing so far. And, and people don't generally change. Like Aaron's dramatic. Kevin Durant responding to Charles Barkley again this weekend. Kyler Murray, Kawhi Leonard. It's okay. Everybody's different. But this this appears to be his personality. He gets he gets defensive. He's been doubted. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He can be a little sensitive. That's okay. But I don't the idea that eh, we'll just we'll match the offer. Come on in. I don't think that's good enough. Have you heard the phrase smiling on the outside, crying on the inside? Yes. I wonder if some of that is happening with Harbaugh. He can't make a scene with 50 reporters there, right, at the owners' meetings. He's probably, hey, yeah, we're excited to get Lamar Jackson. Meanwhile, inside, he's seething that Lamar just stole his moment, put him on the spot in front of all these reporters. I would I would venture Harbaugh's very ticked off at this situation right now. He but, knows they have no backup plan, dude. They're, they're, the backup well, is not getting them seven or eight wins next year. Well, if you trade him, you have a backup plan. You get the Colts pick. You get well, somebody's What if they pick. do the Breer strategy where they don't give the Colts pick number four? And then you got to hope. Well, you go draft a quarterback, Max Duggan, in the second round. Ravens have won with, I mean, Elvis Gerbal won some. Dilfer, Super Bowl, Flacco, Lamar. Okay. They win a lot. They win a lot or they've gotten very fortunate with some of these quarterbacks. Like Trent Dilfer. I know he's your boy and everything, but like. Well, I mean, me. fortunate. You don't get to a Super Bowl because of. Well, they got, they got there with one of the best defenses since like the 85 Bears. Yeah, they always have a good defense. And they always have a good coach. And they always have a good culture. And they always draft and develop well. Okay. Well, nothing lasts forever, Cowherd. You know this. Well, it's 15-8 and eight and two Super Bowls in the Brady and Manning era. Hell so in run. the Mahomes and Burrow era, is it reasonable to think if they get they go and take a chance with another yeah. quarterback, it'll work? I mean, what, where, where have they failed? They work, they've worked with everybody. Yeah, it, it has been a good run, just like the Packers had a really good 25-year run with Rodgers and Favre in two Super Bowls. And now they're going off into the wilderness with Jordan Love <laughs> and who knows what the wilderness. into a 10-year darkness retreat. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> wilderness is a little strong. We'll see. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Start your journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp's convenient, affordable online therapy. 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash herd. BetterHelp.com slash H-E-R-D. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Line News. How about them Cowboys, Colin? What about Dallas them? has had an awesome offseason, right? I mean, Brandon Cooks, right? Adding him into the mix, good receiver. Yeah. Got better in the secondary. But yeah. they did lose Kellen Moore, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dalton Schultz. Uh, with a lot of friends on the way out, it may be considered a wake-up call for, I don't know if I can call him your guy, Dak Prescott. But uh, no, he's taking guy. the changes in stride. The urgency... Yeah, I mean, having all those guys, I said, departure, so many close friends, good teammates, and um, not win a championship, uh, and the urgency was there. But then now, as that's turned over, realizing that, hey, Mike Blink and my career may be over with, you know what I mean? And that same, whatever, seven years or years to come, that, yeah, the urgency's now. I mean, it's now or never. It's simple as that. Um, and, yeah, no sugarcoating. Oh, it says the right thing. Arrow up or arrow down for this offense? They looking good? I don't even understand Cowboy fans. You lose a great tight end, an out-of-this-world coordinator. Tyron Smith at left tackle, how many years left? So, again, Brandon Cooks gets you about 900 yards, but um, there's a reason that Belichick, McVay, Sean Payton have moved off him. It's, It's not changing outcomes. Brian Schottenheimer is not Kellen Moore. Do you think coaching matters in this league? Do you, I mean, do you honestly think coaching matters? No, look, not really. Brian Dable didn't have a big impact. Yeah, look at there. Josh Allen's career, Daniel Jones' career. Oh, by the way, look at Jalen Hurts when he got Shane Steichen's mm-hmm. career. Yeah. By the way, Shane Steichen, I believe, had Justin Herbert as a rookie. Did you see Justin Herbert's numbers as a rookie? They're not the same since Shane Steichen left. Like, the idea, I mean, like, fans don't pay attention. I got nothing against Brian Schottenheimer. Kellen Moore... With five starts from Cooper Rush, no number two receiver, rebuild O-line, Mike McCarthy hovering, had the number four scoring offense in the NFL. Like, does everybody get, you just lost a great brain in the building. Cowboys fans, that just uh, as, a, as a Jets fan who dealt with Schottenheimer for a while, you're not in for fun. You're going to be very frustrated. A lot of running. A lot of running. It's just not clever. Not creative. It's a little old school. It's Very like, old school. I'm just saying it. Like, good luck, Dallas. It's going to be, a, I think, a tough year for the Cowboys. But fortunately for them, the NFC is very down. Like, I mean, Dallas could be a nine-win team and make the playoffs in the oh, NFC. I, which if is they win nine games, they probably will make the playoffs. Yeah.
Uh, next up, Denver Broncos. So, a lot of speculation that Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton would be moved this offseason, right? So, uh, the books, they got to clean those up. Um, Sean Payton was brought in as the head coach and says, uh, listen, here's what's going on with our receivers. We're not trading those two players. When people call and the phone rings like it does this time of the year, George Patton's job is to pick it up and say, hey, tell you what, we're not. And so we've received calls, you bet. Those are two good football players, but we're in the business of gathering talent right now. Now, Colin, a lot of coaches will say, we intend to have them for camp or they're on our roster right now. This is pretty clear cut that they are not trading Sutton or Judy. I'm surprised by this. Well, if you do trade them, you can say we had no intention to trade them and the offer, two second round picks Mm. or something, we had to move it. Yeah, I don't think they should be in the business of, to me, Denver, if they could just get their O-line right, is going to be fine. Great, I don't know. But the O-line was the issue. Solve that. There's no other part of the team that's, they got talent everywhere. Javon Williams coming back at running back, capable at tight end. Judy Sutton, they're fine at receiver. Corners are great. Good pass rush. Yeah. Well, pass rush is okay. So, I secondary's fine. They have a young safety they love. Denver's not. Um, there's not a lot of holes here to fill. It's just get the O-line right, and they went and got a great guard from Baltimore that can pass block, didn't they? And McGlinchey. Yeah. So, still, they, they solved it. I'm still a little puzzled, given the holes you just said. Why did they pick up Jarrett Stidham? Hmm. Just uh, food for thought. File it away. Uh, you know, Peyton's come uh, come out and said really nice things about Jarrett Stidham this week. He did? What did he say? He did. Uh, I mean, nothing like oh, he's going to be the starter, but like we really like him. We think he's a future starter. Well, if you look league. at Sean Peyton's career, Bridgewater and Breeze, he likes a guy that sits in the pocket, doesn't wiggle a lot. You know, Russell's game is more uh, basketball on grass. It's moving around a lot. That's not Sean Payton's history. But that's the modern game, right? The modern well, quarterback I, is very mobile. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Well, I don't. All the best quarterbacks are very mobile. Well, I would say they're they have mobility. I don't look at Patrick Mahomes and say runner. Now he had a great run in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts moves. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts running is a huge component. Mahomes a thrower who can occasionally run. Joe, right. Joe Burrow's a thrower who can occasionally... Herbert's a thrower. Trevor Lawrence, a thrower. Don't get me wrong. Again, Mahomes had a great Super Bowl run. Okay. He is a thrower. The best guys in this league all throw. Right. You're not doing a ton of read option with Joe Burrow and Patrick Lawrence. Josh not Allen a ton runs, of it. In my opinion, Josh Allen runs way too much. Way too much. And Jalen Hurts, as he's learning it, I'm good with. But I would hope next year going forward as Jalen now is much more capable in the pocket, that you just scaled down 10 12% a year on run. Okay, let me adjust. Mahomes can escape. You yes. need a quarterback able to escape. Like right. Jared Goff, who you like, he can't really That's escape. That's right. Kirk Cousins ain't going anywhere. That's right. Like, you need a mobile quarterback. That's right. It's fair. But I, I, I don't see Mahomes as a runner. He's a thrower who can move. Okay, fair enough. Uh, final story. Boy, LeBron returns to the Lakers and we barely talk about it? I mean, there was a time... The, he came off the bench. Yeah. And uh, he kind of had an issue with Patrick Beverly, but uh, we're not going to get into that. Uh, so he missed 13 games with a torn tendon in his foot. Most people would need surgery for something like this, but this is King James. Here he is when asked about his recovery. Did anyone ever suggest surgery? Yeah, two doctors. Why did you decide against it? Because I went to LeBron James a 
feet. <laughs> and he told me I should. <laughs> the, um, did any... I'm not done. Nah. <laughs> not done. <laughs> Are you going to need surgery on this after this season? Um, I don't know. Um, right now, I don't need it. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I'll probably get another MRI at the end of the season and, uh, and go from there. Um, but if I, get, if I end up having to get surgery um, after the season, you guys won't know. I don't talk to you guys in off season. And by the time next season starts, I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go. I love that. Come on. You got to love the king. The only person who had a better quote than him was Patrick Beverly of the Bulls who beat the Lakers yesterday. Patrick Beverly said, I wrote this down, I'm the spoon that stirs the drink. The Lakers <laughs> the Lakers tried to use me as a fork. <laughs> it was like per- perfect Patrick Beverly. And then, you know, he did hit, hit LeBron with the shot in the lane and then he went with the two small, like, little trolley. There's a reason he's been on, like, that would 10 be, teams in two years. If you're a foot doctor, that is a good billboard right outside your office. The LeBron James of foot doctors. I think I would take that, and I would I, that would be my new branding. I'm just curious, where does LeBron rank? Like, if you could get a guy to come on this couch and, and interview him in sports currently, so Tom Brady's retired, no. Is LeBron number one? No, oh, he's up there. Yeah. I've, 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 I mean, there's not anybody left. He's very quotable this season with the Lakers. Like, every time the microphone's in front of him, he's saying something very thoughtful. He's thinking it I, you over. You know, actually, I will say LeBron would be great. But Durant would be good because Durant is feisty. He gets really sensitive and feisty. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. What if you could get LeBron feisty? People can't get he's him feisty. Not, it's easy to get under LeBron's Kevin LeBron's very measured. That's the thing. He's very... Can you get him off his game, uh, out of I his don't. comfort zone? I yeah, I, listen, you get Durant in here, we could we could get him worked up in a second. Like, come, <laughs> come on. on. Like, yeah, yeah. LeBron, I don't know. I... I'm hoping he gets the Lakers to the playoffs. I don't think it'll happen, but I, I'm hopeful. They're, I think they're under 500 now by a game. Yeah. Aren't they? <laughs> Chicago like shot well. If you're yeah. under 500 in March, you're not going to the NBA Finals. That, that's accurate, and that's the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> In just three weeks, Real Football for Real Fans is back. The 2023 USFL season opening kickoff weekend Starts the new season on April 15th and 16th on Fox, NBC, and FS1. Uh, By the way, uh, the Mavericks meltdown mess in Dallas. Uh, Everybody's blaming Kyrie Irving, and, you know, he's a substantial part of it. Uh, When they brought him over, it was a big swing. It was fun, but he doesn't play defense. Luka doesn't either. Now they're terrible defensively. But I, I think Kyrie Irving is the greatest example of the difference between the NFL and the NBA. In the NBA, sizzle and style and flash, uh, it's going to keep getting you jobs. I mean, Westbrook's a guard that can't shoot. Teams still, you know, they take a run at him. Uh, in 12 years in the NBA, nine of them, Kyrie has been an utter chemistry killer. In three, with LeBron, he was really, really good. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers went after him because that's when he's been good. But uh, he, he's blowing up Dallas. He blew up Boston. He blew up Brooklyn. He'll have a market, though, because he's got good handles. Uh, that, that is literally the difference between the NFL and the NBA. In the NFL, if you get in the way of winning, it's over. Like, it doesn't matter. Ben Simmons, Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, you'll find another suitor. So that is the – because the aesthetics, style and flash and sizzle, and that, that's okay. It is, it is a big part of the NBA. NFL is simply about winning. Now, Antonio Brown could be a bit of a wacko, but he won in Pittsburgh and he won in Tampa. He helped you win. Uh, now, he's not going to get a long-term deal. Uh, the union much weaker in the NFL. Players have much less power, but he didn't get, he didn't get in the way of winning either. And, and I, you know, Kirk Cousins is a great example. And in the NFL, Kirk Cousins has a winning percentage of 58%. That's right up by Drew Brees. Drew Brees is 60. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Bill Parcells has a winning percentage of 57. 
Kirk Cousins is 58%. You don't have to like him, but he wins a lot in a division with Aaron Rodgers. He wins a lot. So, um, you know, I, I look at Kyrie Irving, and my takeaway is, yes, this the in the NBA, you can get away with this. The players have more power, and um, there there is it's, – it's viewed I, – I think – the really smart teams in this league get chemistry. Like the Miami Heat have mostly stayed out of the Kyrie Irving business. Uh, the Golden State Warriors would stay out of the Kyrie Irving business. But, you know, Brooklyn was desperate. Dallas was kind of desperate. And uh, there you go. I will say this. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation, according to um, multiple people, is it a stalemate. So it, I don't think this is... It doesn't feel terribly complicated. So I think we all know, I think you know, I know, everybody knows what the stalling is for. The Green Bay Packers want the Jets' first-round pick. And the Jets do not want to part with their first-round pick, middle of the first round. Because a second-round pick, the deal will be done. The Jets want to give them probably multiple picks and most outside of this year's being conditional. And though the Packers may be willing to do multiple conditional picks, if Aaron retires, they don't get him. The Packers want the first round pick and the Jets don't want to give it up. And I will say this. I feel like the Jets have no leverage. So just remember this. Aaron Rodgers with an offensive coach in an organization he had been at for years. He knew the offense with a very good offensive line. In September, October last year, with young receivers and new faces, was 3-5 and five in the NFC. In the NFC. That was Aaron Rodgers last year with new people. 26-ranked offense. NFC. So if you look at the Jets, they have a young guy in Garrett Wilson. They have a new guy in McCall Hardman. They have Alan Lazard, an old guy, but a new system. They've got a new offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, in a tougher division in the tougher AFC. Packers are looking at it saying, over here in our system with an offensive coach who's a hell of a lot better than Nathaniel Hackett. Aaron was 3-5 and five and our offense sputtered for two months because he wouldn't commit to the offseason. So the Packers are saying, all right, good luck. We'll tell you how this, how this works out if Aaron doesn't want to make this work. And the Packers, meanwhile, are saying, well, we want to get Jordan Love the reps anyway. We don't care. If we don't get the pick now, we just won't move him. I mean, the Packers have their picks. They don't have a lot of holes. They need a tight end. Absolutely. They could use an edge rusher. Absolutely. They don't desperately need a wide receiver, but they should get one, and they, they will draft one early. But the Packers know how this works in the NFC. With Lafleur and a good old line and a system Aaron knew. New st- Aaron's not a guy that loves new stuff. He likes stuff he can control. That's fine. So right now, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, according to reports, are going to work out with Jordan Love in California. <laughs> Green Bay's like, that's exactly what we want. Even if Aaron was coming back, that's what we want. We want our young guy getting reps. So what's Green, Green Bay doesn't have to move. They have to do anything. They can stall until the last day. So I think this is pretty obvious. They want the Jets' first round. I've said before, I'd probably give up a first-round pick for Aaron. Then I'd fight you on the rest of the stuff. 
Uh, and I think Green Bay looks at it and says, if we get two firsts, we can solve two of our three issues with starting play. First round pick should start. Jordan Addison would probably come in and start. Uh, a tight end, the Kincaid kid from Utah, probably comes in and he does come in and start. And then you just have to get an edge rusher in your next five or six picks. So I, I don't think this is great. And I think Green Bay knows. They know Aaron's personality. And they're like, we had the O-line, the coach, and an easier conference. We were three and five and couldn't move the chains. You think Aaron's going to walk over? You better hurry up and get him in camp and get him that playbook and get him going. We'll tell you how this works out in the AFC. Not good. So I think Green Bay's got all, all the leverage here. And if you look at, according to J-Mac, John Harbaugh was laughing about the Lamar Jackson tweet because uh, he doesn't want to kind of blow up in front of the media. Like, you don't want to act desperate. But I don't know. I, 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 I'm with you. I, I think Atlanta's a great fit. I would go after him in Washington. Colts have to consider it. It is hard to give up a quarterback that wins 75% of his snaps. Or, yeah, I mean, that wins 75% of his games. Yeah. That's hard to give up in this league with a, by the way, Kenny Pickett won seven of his last nine starts. Deshaun Watson, don't love him, should be better year two. And Joe Burrow's a top two quarterback in the league in the AFC. So, Cullen, I ran a business. You run a business as yeah, well. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you got to make hard decisions, okay? Mark Cuban knows with the Mavericks, he had to make a tough decision. We're sputtering. Let me change it up. They made a trade. Yeah. It's backfiring. You know sometimes like a, an employee of yours maybe has an offer from somewhere else. Yeah. Do we match? He's got, he's got to pay him a lot of money. We're going to have to cut elsewhere. Do we move on? Do we have a plan B? You've always got to be ready. I firmly believe, Colin, the Jets need to be prepared mentally, offensively. We may not get Aaron Rodgers. Because if you show any signs of panic, the Packers are going to say, like what you said, we're going to wait it out. Well, listen, well, all, we got all summer. We got to whatever the date, September, whatever. So, we'll wait it out. And the Jets need to be like, we're not nervous. Fine. You want to keep Aaron? We will go to plan B. They have to have a plan B. And I would hope that involves Lamar Jackson. You have to do that. You can't do Zach Wilson. Well, They're not going to tank. So we're not going to talk about okay, that. Okay. So if you're going to give up a first round pick no, for Aaron. You're not doing that. Why not give up two for Lamar? Why not? Well, of course you give up two for Lamar. He's younger. He's and 26 he's more years dynamic. Old. And you know he's going to come in and work. Now, unless he doesn't want to come in and work, and the guys in the Jets front office who used to be in Baltimore maybe have heard some stuff. There's a chance of that. We don't know it. Maybe Lamar is not grinding in, the, in there. First guy in, last guy out. Maybe he's not doing that as a quarterback. I don't know. But the Jets need to have a plan B. You know this, Colin. You can't put all your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. I, I told you we're house hunting. I told my wife, we're not falling in love with any of these houses. At the moment's notice, we're walking away. We don't yep. get our price, we're out. The Jets should hold firm and not give up the first round pick. Okay, so you are you comfortable with two twos? Uh, is one of them a conditional? All Can right, I go how about 20, that? Uh, five, I'm not giving up two picks this year, obviously, and I'm not giving up a first. So you would give up two twos if he plays a second year? Yeah. I would give up a two. Hell, I'll give up a conditional one next year if okay. he's coming back. Okay, so a two next and year. a one. But huh. he has to come back next year. And if, if there's a chance he's 39, maybe he gets hurt. But you do not give up a first round By the pick. way, draw a line in the sand. Here's what's interesting about Green Bay. If you give up a two this year, so we say, okay, and a one if he comes back. Well, if you're Green Bay, you could say, well, if he doesn't come back, the Aaron Rodgers story is over. He's not going to come back to burn us. What do we care? Exactly. Because so, I do think teams think about that. 
You don't want to be humiliated by a former star. I don't think Green Bay liked it when Favre went to the Vikings and got to the— But you like, just at, said they want this because they got Jordan Love no, and he's hanging out with the They're in a stuff. great space, but nobody wants to get— You don't want your ex to walk into the same party you're at with George Clooney. Nobody wants that. It might that. happen. you got to be prepared for it. You, 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 <laughs> you, what if your ex walks in with Clooney? Yeah, whatever. Hey, congrats. Move on. Come on. Life is too short to sweat the small stuff, dude. Come on. Well, the Packers are saying a, a first-round pick to a second's not a small thing. It's yeah, a the starter. Is like thirty picks. Yeah, there's right? a difference between the 15th like 15th and the 45th or whatever. That's a big difference. I'm not giving it up if I'm the Jets. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Wow. I'm being firm. You're with me on this, right? Come on, JNC Consulting. No, well, our consulting firm's uh, breaking <laughs> up, teetering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Power Hour, Hour Three coming up Monday. The herd in LA. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.